welcome to the second night of my Horror Nights in Christmas special with me, your host, Crystal. So tonight, I will be giving you my honest and horrific opinion on Once Upon a Time at Christmas. I was actually lucky enough to snag a screener's link from the director himself, so I'm excited to give you guys a review. So the movie was directed by Paul Tanter, and it was written by Christopher Jolly. There wasn't a rating on Rotten Tomatoes yet, but only 17% liked it, and IMDb gave it a 3.4 out of 10. But you guys know me and know that I never base my opinions on what the critics think, what the internet says, or what the comments say. Um, I've loved horror that most people have hated, so um, I just like to add those into my podcast. Um, Just give you some kind of guideline um but obviously you're listening to my podcast and it's 100% my opinion um so if you've never listened to one of my podcasts before this is obviously a special because it's Christmas time and I'm doing a 12 days of horror nights and Christmas special so usually go into a very very detailed summary of the movie but because I have so many of these that I'm doing so many days in a row I'm only doing um kind of the skeleton of the movie and then I'm giving my um my opinion on it so um a very brief one-line summary of this movie is Santa and Mrs. Claus go on a killing spree in the town of Woodbridge 12 days prior to Christmas so I just want to start off and give a shout out to the director Paul because he and I uh were kind of chatting back and forth on Twitter talking about Christmas movies and horror Christmas movies uh, we were talking about the film. There actually is a sequel. It's being made right now for Once Upon a Time at Christmas. So I'm super excited to see that because the ending, of course, um, there is a cliffhanger. And obviously, just a disclaimer for anyone listening to these podcasts, there is um, there are spoilers in my podcast. So, um, all right, let's get into it. So the movie had a bunch of different storylines going on at one time. So we're first introduced to the main character, her name is Jen, and her parents are having uh, a rocky marriage and the discussion of divorce comes up. We also meet a bunch of Jen's friends and um, we also see that she works at the mall and we also are introduced to the sheriffs of the town, um, one being an older gentleman and one a younger sheriff. We are also introduced to um, a couple other characters, some people in the town, kind of not, the only ones that you really have to pay attention to are obviously Jen, her mom, and the police. Because we find out that there is obviously some serial killers in the town. We find out that dressed up as Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. I also wanted to say that I'm not sure if the director, I'm not sure if he was really going for the whole Harley Quinn um, on Mrs. Claus, but she definitely reminded me of her considering she had the pigtails. She kind of had the same air as Harley Quinn just being crazy out of a mental institution. And I mean, she, she walked around with a bat and killed people with a bat. So I can definitely tell you the inspiration for Mrs. Claus definitely came from Harley Quinn. I could be wrong, but that's just the vibe that I got. Um, also, Santa Claus is apparently a... And obviously, guys, said there are spoilers in this podcast. So Santa Claus is actually the father of Jen. And 
Um, he's back in town on his killing spree to basically get his family back together. And the other uh, storyline that I really liked in here is Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus are killing these people in a significant order because they are basically doing the 12 days of Christmas. So there's, you know, um, I actually caught on to this pretty quickly. It was probably, uh, I want to say like half hour into the movie when the police go to investigate a farmer who's complaining about geese. And it's six geese who are dead. And I'm like, oh, well, six geese a lion. Okay, so Santa and Mrs. Claus are basically um, using the 12 Days of Christmas song in order to commit all of these murders. Now, I did think it was super interesting, and I did like the concept of that. I thought that was really cool. I wish that there had been more of that, minus the whole father-daughter Santa Claus serial killer thing. Um, I wish that it was just Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus going around killing people based off of the 12 Days of Christmas song. Not so much the connection between the daughter and our Jen and Santa Claus. I, I thought the idea of using the 12 Days of Christmas was super creative. And so I'm probably going to, I mean, my podcast is not going to be super long, but I probably want to focus more on the murders that correlated with the song because I thought that, storyline was way better than uh the whole connection father-daughter thing so we have the first day of christmas um my tree gave to me a partridge and a pear tree so the law enforcement actually found a pear that was bitten into at the first crime scene and the first uh person that was murdered his last name was partridge um, and then the second day of Christmas, my trilo gave to me two turtle doves and the two turtle doves were actually, um, two teenagers making out at what was called turtle dove point. Um, and then you have, um, um, on the third day of Christmas, my trilo gave to me five golden rings and what they actually did was they cut off the ring finger, um, to some of the characters in the movie. Also, side note, when Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus killed the FBI agents, I was so not expecting that. I thought that was great. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, literally nobody can save them now because the, and I think the one line in the movie was, well, you know, if, we, if the FBI can't, or if it, you're not safe, or the FBI is not safe, then nobody is. And I was like, well, that's, that's true, honestly. Um... And then you have um, <clears throat> the ninth day of Christmas, nine ladies dancing, which was actually I really liked that because they it was I, I just like the way that the, the take on the song was that it was actually they killed nine strippers. Um, and then they had eight maids of milking. Um, I like the way they did that. Oh, Seven Maids of Milking was, oh, or, I'm sorry. Ah, I'm totally, I'm reading the lyrics and the lyrics are confusing me right now. Seven Swans of Swimming I thought was really dope. So basically they, Santa and Mrs. Claus 
uh, killed one of Jen's friends whose last name was Swan and she was swimming in a pool and they left like little paper mache swans around the pool. Like I thought that was so cool. Um, so there's also the three French hens. Um, they ended up, Santa and Mrs. Claus ended up killing, um, the people in town whose names, whose last names sounded like French hens. They killed the three of them. It was the mother, the daughter, and uh, you guys, they killed the dog. I'm not, I don't like that, but it's okay. It's better than kids dying, I guess. And you would understand that if you listen to my other podcast, but I get it. Um, we also have the last, I mean, I'm just jumping around here, guys. So then we have um, the 12th day of curses, the 12 drummers drumming, which is the last scene of the movie when the Jen and her friends are at a, they're at a bar and it's like a drum, um, it's like a drumming show. And this is kind of where everything comes to fruition. This is where, you know, the cops come and um, this is where Jen is, this is where Santa and Mrs. Claus are. So basically the last scene of the movie is Santa Claus basically explaining to Jen that he is her father and they kind of do this weird like back and forth conversation about how he's pressuring her into killing him and then killing her mom and I thought I liked this part of the movie but like I said I wish that it was just more of the 12 days of Christmas song with a crazy Santa Claus and his crazy Mrs. Claus um but yeah, like I said, this is the last scene of the movie and basically what happens is they go back and forth and he's saying like, oh, you're related to me. So that must mean, you know, you have it in you to kill to kill me. And and he's obviously a psychopath. Um, his backstory is that he was in the war and I believe the Gulf War uh, and he came home and he basically he just went crazy. He went psycho and the mom escaped with the daughter they got divorced um and then he went on uh they she filed for divorce the papers were served on christmas day so it all kind of goes back into one story that's very cohesive into itself but like i said at the same time i would have been totally fine without the whole mother father daughter weird santa claus thing all in there but I do understand because I know that there had to have been a correlation between who he was killing, why he was killing. But at the same time, I mean, the writers and, and, you know, I think they did a good enough job with the last names. It could have just been a little bit different. I I mean, I I loved the movie, guys. It was like, it was just, it just reminded me so much of that, that cheesy, like, but like good cheese, <laughs> you know, like that really good horror horror cheese that that just makes me want to watch more and makes me want to watch it all the way into the end. There were a couple slow parts, of course, but for the most part, there were definitely some funny parts. And there, I, I want to watch the movie again. I thought the movie was really funny. I thought it was really really creative too. And 
And guys, you know I'm being honest here when it comes to my podcast. And this isn't because I had a conversation with the director. I am very fortunate that he um, was <laughs> he did message me back. So shout out to you, Paul, because I know you're listening. Um, but I am very fortunate that I was able to screen this movie. And then I was able to, to watch it and give my you know, honest opinion on it because they did like it. But as I was talking to Paul, you know, horror is my favorite genre. And I think the fact that Christmas can be roped into this genre that I love, considering Christmas is put on such a pedestal of being happy and jolly and peace on earth and everything. And then, you know, we have these directors and these writers coming in and being like, oh, we're just gonna completely change that for you. And really give those horror fans something to look forward to. And I really think this movie, I really want you guys to check this out because I thought it was, it was just so cool. Like the movie itself. And obviously you guys know that I go into very detailed description of my movies, but of course with, with how many podcasts I have to record in such a short amount of time, I just gave you guys a brief outline of the movie. Um, but you really have to watch it because there are things that, that, I'm sure that I missed and I'm going to have to go back and watch it again, but um, I would definitely check this movie out. It's a really, it's just, like I said, it's a really great Christmas movie. It's, it's called Once Upon a Time at Christmas, so you guys should definitely, definitely check it out. And I also have to say, um, there was one part right at the end that I caught and I thought it was hilarious. So in this town, obviously, you have a mayor and the mayor is kind of a douche kind of like more worried about the voters than he is whether he or he wants to be like reelected again he's not so much into the idea of people being murdered because he doesn't really care about that um so <laughs> this this line he goes he was talking to the sheriffs of the town and he said he basically said like oh the one sheriff punched the guy in the face because he gave a line he gave false information to a reporter. He basically was talking shit on the police. And um, the sheriff, the older sheriff, finds him and punches him in the face, which was great. Uh, and then right before the mayor leaves, he goes, you're, you know, you're not in charge anymore. And, um, you know, I want this taken care of before I get back for my, for my son's bachelor party. And I was like, what? <laughs> so random. So, I mean, I understand it now because it was the, it goes along with the 12 days of Christmas. So I get it now, but it was just so funny because it was like, you just got punched in the face and all of a sudden you're just like, I have to get to my son's bachelor party. <laughs> I thought it was great though. I loved it. So anyway, right at the end, so they have these little blurps in there of like the news for the town or the news, I'm sorry, not for the town, like a, like a worldwide news kind of thing. And at the bottom, they have a ticker. And at, at the, <laughs> it said, Mayor's wife tweeted, he told me he was working late, but instead he went to a strip club, serves him right. And that was like the, one of the last scenes of the movie. And I thought that was hilarious because of all the things that have happened, all these people being murdered, literally like so many people are murdered in this town. And the mayor's wife is just like, oh, well, serves him right because he was lying to me. He actually went to a strip club. I thought that was hilarious. And I was going to rewind it to see what uh, what the other what the the last ticker said, but I'm just going to go back and rewatch the whole thing eventually cuz like I said guys, it was just a great Christmas movie. I thought it was really funny. I thought 
I thought the uh, the killing scenes, you know, obviously it's not your Michael Myers budget kind of Halloween horror movie. So we're not going to have, you know, like the flesh lanterns or anything. But the kills, they were pretty spot on. Um, I did like the ending of it. The ending was definitely a cliffhanger. So basically we have Mrs. Claus in, and mind you, the, the opening scene and the last scene are exactly the same. But of course, the last scene has that little extra element that gives you the cliffhanger. So basically we're introduced in the beginning to Mrs. Claus and the sheriff, <clears throat> the younger sheriff. And she's basically saying like, uh, she's saying like, oh, when are you going to let me out so I can go play kind of thing? And at the the last scene of the movie is an extended extension of the first scene. And she it's really cool because she goes, daddy's going to come and get me out soon. And then she kind of grabs onto the bars and she leans in really close to the police officer and she says, or the sheriff, she says, you better watch out. And then all of a sudden we see like the outline of Santa Claus behind her. And I was just like, yes, that's so cool. And also I really want the sequel to come out so I can see what happens. So I'm super excited to see the sequel and I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know um, how the second one is. But yeah, like I said, guys, I really feel like Christmas horror movies are kind of like a tongue-in-cheek movies. It's very, like, you can't take them too seriously, but at the same time, they're a lot of fun to watch because, like I said, Christmas is just put on this pedestal for all of us. And it's, you know, it's fun for horror fans to kind of rejoice in the fact that we get to watch um, something like you know, It's a Wonderful Life or Frosty the Snowman. But we can also watch movies like Black Christmas and Red Christmas and Santa Sleigh. And, you know, we can watch this one. We can watch Once Upon a Time at Christmas. We can do things like that. So, like I said, you can't take Christmas horror movies too seriously because they're always going to be that underlying tongue-in-cheek kind of humor. And I really enjoyed this movie. And, I, like I said, I thought it had... I. I do wish that they had focused a little bit more on just the 12 days of Christmas and just had like a crazy Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus just rampaging around, you know, just just stirring crazy shit up in a random ass small town. But I get it. I get it. Um, I understand why there had to be that connection because all the victims were connected to Jen and her mom. I get that. Um, but at the same time, I think that the people having the last names and the certain things that were left behind in the crime scene were totally held their own and you really didn't need all the extra things that were around it. Um, I thought it was a good movie and I liked it and I'm going to watch it again and I hope you guys go watch it too. Um, if you do watch this movie, make sure you reach out to me on Twitter at Horror Daddies Are Us and let me know what you think about this movie. If you liked it, if you hated it, that's fine. Um, I just want to know your opinion because like I said in my um, podcast from yesterday, I don't really watch a lot of horror Christmas movies and I'm really excited to kind of branch out into this new subgenre of horror because it's not something that I would ever be interested in. So not only is this a challenge to put all these podcasts up <laughs> in a timely manner on the right days, it's also a challenge for me to branch out on what I usually watch. And I mean, you guys heard my podcast yesterday, Better Watch Out. I freaking loved that movie and I would watch it 
any any time, any time. I'll literally watch it on July 4th and be so happy and and be just as excited as I am right now. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to be it for this evening's podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out Once Upon a Time at Christmas and let me know your thoughts on it. And all right, guys, um, I am going to go and I will see you guys tomorrow with the third night of my Horror Nights and Christmas special. Also wanted to let you guys know I will be putting the audio of all my podcasts onto a YouTube channel as well. Um, it's going to be the same name. I'm going to link it all over my Twitter. Um, so be sure to check that out. Eventually, I want to I want to be able to record myself um, recording my podcast for YouTube, but that's going to be a little bit more in the future. Um, but stay tuned for all of that, and definitely stay tuned because we are not even halfway through twelve days of Horror Nights in, so or twelve days of Christmas um, Horror Nights in special with me. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. And Merry Christmas. Bye, guys.